0: What's up, homies? We got a hell of a Friday slate here in the NBA. It's Jeff Clark back here with the NBA Hoops at Lunch podcast. It's close to my lunch. Um, I'm recording this at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll get a bite afterwards. Uh, Kind of past the lunch hour for... The Eastern time zone, but whatever. You get the point. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. NBA hoops at lunch. I have three picks in the NBA Friday, and again, this is a pretty sick slate. Uh, I am avoiding one of the, um, or probably the best game on the board because the injury reports are a little sketchy for both teams, but I'm gonna break down the Phoenix Suns at Sacramento Kings, Chicago Bulls at the Portland Trailblazers, and the Oklahoma City Thunder at the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, first, talk about how I did yesterday. It was a two and one Thursday. Um, get, got my uh, got a loss in the uh, first game that I that I bet with the New York Knicks. I laid three and a half at. The Orlando Magic. The Magic won 111, 106. Um, the Knicks actually rallied back from a, a massive double digit deficit to make that game close. I live bet the Knicks like a dumbass um, when they were down double digits. Got a plus 260 uh, money line on that, but that didn't get home. Neither did laying the three and a half with the Knicks pre flop. Um, that was also the, the, the worst of the number. The, the Knicks. After I released my play and made my bet, added Jalen Brunson and Mitchell Robinson to the injury report. They went from a three and a half point dog or favorite, and I think they closed at two and a half points. Mitchell Robinson ended up playing, but Jalen Brunson didn't, and Jalen Brunson's just um, offensive like control and and his point guard uh, floor general. Uh, attitude and, and, and way about going uh, way about going about things was really lost for the New York Knicks and they uh they were a terrible bet once it was Jalen Brunson uh sidelined with an injury but I hit the next two um I guess I'll go in chronological order. The uh I took a player prop and went under Jared Allen, twelve and a half points. He's the center for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers won one sixteen and one fourteen in a pretty thrilling game. And um the the cash on the under for Jared Allen's twelve and a half points was thrilling as well. He finished with twelve. I think he scored uh a bucket to get to twelve points in the final two minutes and because of the tightness of that matchup, I was I was nervous that it would get in overtime when you would cash in overtime or uh, cash on maybe like a loose um, offensive rebound scramble situation. But my analysis held up. Nick Claxton did a really good job against Jared Allen, all things considered, and um, Cleveland doesn't usually play through Jared Allen. He only had, I think, like eight field goal attempts in that game. Then we hit with the Los Angeles Clippers in a bounce back game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Clippers offense was rolling. Kawhi Leonard just dominated that team, uh, punched them right in the mouth, and it was pretty much a no show from the OKC Thunder. the The Clippers got revenge after a 101-100 loss to the um, Thunder back on Tuesday. So it was a zigzag play that cashed pretty comfortably for us. So two and one. In the NBA yesterday, 5-2 this week. I'm still down several units. It's it's going to be a losing year for me unless I get stupid hot in the playoffs and the Clippers win the, the championship are my only ways to, for the most part, minimize the loss. I, I I guess I could break even depending on how hot I got down the stretch. But as I say that, I'm probably jinxing myself. Um Every time I open my mouth about uh, a, a recent win streak or a recent like winning record, I end up getting smacked and humbled. So, hopefully that doesn't happen here. Um, a, a reminder to check out my stuff on outkick.com backslash betting. I'm breaking down the NCAA tournament. I gave out three picks now for the Friday slate. There's still time to... Um, Look at that analysis. Consider it before making your bets in the Friday window. I'll also be breaking down the Saturday games. And I'll probably be doing something with an MLB preview next week. Opening day is Thursday, March 30th. And I I love betting on baseball. But let's get back to the NBA because I do have three games here that I'm um, betting. The first one, I'm laying three and a half points with the Sacramento Kings hosting the Phoenix Suns. Um, I bet the Kings against the Utah Jazz the other night, and that was an epic whiff. The Utah Jazz are just a great, great um, home underdog, and uh, they beat the the, the Sacramento Kings 128-120. to The next night, I believe I bet a player prop. I bet over Keegan Murray points against the Boston Celtics, that cash, but Boston beat the crap out of Sacramento 132-109. It was the second of a back-to-back for Sacramento. It was their first home game after a four-game road stand. Typically, teams struggle in their first game back from at home after a road swing, and I think it's I'm excusing that loss to Boston because, A, the Celtics are one of the best teams in the NBA, and they were at full strength the other night against the Kings, and, B, again, it was their first game back from a four-game road trip and the second of a back-to-back. So I'm excusing those performances, and I think Sacramento is going to get right Friday against the, the um, Phoenix Suns. They're five-and-a-half games up on the Phoenix Suns with ten games to play So this win would go a long way in them solidifying the Pacific Division, which would be a huge feather in the cap for De'Aaron Fox, Damanis Sabonis, and first-year head coach Mike Brown, who looks like he's going to win NBA Coach of the Year. Uh, Phoenix has been really bad lately. They've lost five of the last six games. They haven't covered in a single one of those six games. They gutted their team to get Kevin Durant. I, I brought this up in a recent... Suns game um, breakdown, but they gutted all their depth for Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant still isn't playing. DeAndre Ayton isn't going to play in this game. He scored 22 points uh, earlier this season against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, The Sacramento Kings actually beat Phoenix 128 to 109 as three and a half point underdogs March 11th. So somewhat recently and Kevin Durant missed that game. Um, DeAndre and again did have 22 points on nine of 15 shooting. Um, so I, I think it plays out similarly this game. You know, I think I think the the Kings are going to be motivated to a put their foot on the the throat of this division, so to speak, and and break its back to back losing uh, streak, if you want to call it that. Also, despite their playing not so good recently they're only three and three straight up and against the spread over the last six games the kings are doing a really really good job of getting wide open threes and um preventing wide open threes which is really the more important thing in in nba basketball in 2023 which i'm i'm sure you guys are aware of um, I bet the Lakers over the Suns the other night because of a similar point I'm about to make, which is the the Phoenix Suns are really bad at getting to the free throw line and keeping opponents off the free throw line. Suns head coach Monty Williams complained about the Lakers getting 40 plus free throw attempts against the Suns, uh, albeit that is a little random, a little, a little crazy to be honest. Um, I'm not expecting 40 free throws out of the Kings tonight. But they do have a plus two and a half uh, free throw attempt per game margin, whereas Phoenix is minus 4.4 free throw attempts per game. Um, and De'Aaron Fox is one of the best in the NBA at getting to the foul line. Also, usually um, home teams in the NBA get a little home cooking from the officials, so among the uh the 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 four factors i really like sacramento here from a, a effective field goal shooting percentage standpoint and um and being able to manipulate the officials on both ends of the floor so i'm locking in a minus three and a half bet on the sacramento kings now uh, looks like their injury report's pretty clean kevin huerter is questionable to play so if they get him back I I like the Kings even more here, so locking in 3.5 on the Kings. Next game, this is definitely more of a gamble. I'm taking the Trailblazers at home as 2.5-point underdogs versus the Chicago Bulls. I'm concerned that this, the Bulls being favored um, on the road against the Portland Trailblazers is due to... um, due to a possible Damian Lillard absence on Friday. Currently, he's probable to play. Now, I made this mistake recently when betting the Trailblazers. I bet them expecting Dame Lillard to light up their opponent. I forget who it was. And at the time of me writing and and making the bet and giving out the pick publicly, Damian Lillard was not on the injury report. He's currently on the injury report as probable. He's trending towards playing. Portland is out of playoff position, so the motivation is certainly a question. I'm concerned about that, but my main thing here is why are the Bulls favored against on the road against anyone, even a Portland team that's 32 and 40? Chicago is only 34 and 38 on the road, or excuse me, on the season as home or as road favorites this year. The Chicago Bulls are, excuse me, let me pull it up. They are. against the spread with a minus 7.3 spread differential. And I'm pretty sure they are 3-7 straight up as road favorites with a minus 4 margin of victory. So they're losing um, 70% of their games as road favorites this year. So I don't know what the Chicago Bulls are doing being favorites on the road, even against a team... Um, like Portland, who's missing at least two or the three starters. Si- Simons is going to be out tonight, Jeremy Grant's out, and of Nurkic is listed as questionable. So that is the reason for the gamble. Uh, most of the the money in the market is on the Chicago Bulls, which is, again, a situation that I'm, I'm pretty excited to, um, to fade. You know, Chicago Bulls as a road favorite, performing so poorly on the road, um, getting a, a majority of the public action. Um, the other reason I'm looking to fade the Bulls here or, or am fading the Bulls here is because they could be without DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso, two starters. Um, DeMar DeRozan's been averaging like 25 points per game this month. He's been doing it on, on, I believe, 50% plus shooting from the field. He had an absolute clunker in his last game against the – uh, who is it? Who are they playing? Oh geez, oh geez. Hold on, stick with me. Oh, the the Sixers. Uh, Chicago got pummeled one sixteen ninety one to the Sixers Wednesday. Um, and 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 Demar Demar Rosen went zero for seven in that game. So I think he's dealing with an injury. I can see, I could see the Bulls resting him um, for this game to have him ready for the other two games of their three game road trip. And I'm taking Dame time here because if Caruso's missing, that means Pat Beverly gets the defensive assignment, the main defensive assignment against Damian Lillard. And I think his whole annoying pest bullshit antics are going to backfire Friday. I wrote that in my article. Um, I'm I'm saying that now because uh, Pat Beverly likes to get under people's skin, but I think it's just going to motivate Damian Lillard to, to light him and the Bulls up. I think Pat Beverly's defense is one of the more overrated things um, in the NBA and one of the more overly discussed things, if he was that good at defense, the the Los Angeles Lakers would have bought him out of his contract. Also, again, the three-point shot is the most important thing in the NBA. The Trailblazers over their past seven games have a better wide-open three-point attempt rate on both ends of the floor than the Chicago Bulls. They've lost three straight-road home games that the Trailblazers have, but those were to the Clippers, the Celtics, and to the Knicks when the Knicks were playing really well, none of which are the Bulls. Um, I think the Bulls get... I think they get smacked and they get uh, Dame timed on Friday. I could see Dame lighting them up for a forty or fifty piece if he plays. That's the risk here. I would definitely wait until the final injury report because I would just if Dame's going to play, I would pl- I would bet the the Trailblazers up to like a slight home favorite. I I do not see why the Chicago Bulls are favored on the road unless. The sports books and the sharps know something that I don't, and Damian Lillard doesn't play. I'm gambling that he plays. I'll take the Trailblazers plus two and a half, um, um, currently. So that's the second best bet that I have. Excuse me, I'm just fixing my notes here. Um, the second or the third and final best bet that I have is the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm taking them again at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder who are playing the second of a back-to-back. They just got pummeled last night by the Los Angeles Clippers. We we just discussed that. We were on the Clippers for that side. Um, I really like what I see out of the, the, the Lakers without LeBron James. Um, they're, they're gearing up for a little playoff run. They're in the mix to make the play-in, as are the Thunder. But the Lakers being at home – um, and and the way Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves have been playing recently has uh, got me inspired to bet the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I don't know if it's just an la thing'm I'm, I'm, I'm living in Long Beach California kind of in LA county but Austin Reeves is uh, <laughs> Austin Reeves is, has been, has been a part of a lot of my conversations recently with basketball homies. AR-15 is his nickname. This month he's averaging 18.5 points per game on 56% shooting. He's got 5.6 assists. It kind of feels like a Linsanity moment for Austin Reeves. Hopefully, he's going to be a part of the rotation even when LeBron comes back. I think he's earned the right to be. He's been being really aggressive lately, and that's what I like about the Lakers um, in this matchup against the Thunder. The Austin Reeves has attempted 31 free throws over his last two games. The Oklahoma City Thunder are 26th, and free throw attempts allowed per game. Um, the Lakers are really one of the best teams uh, at getting to the free throw line and keeping teams um, off the free throw line. They're plus 5.3 in free throw attempt per game margin the Lakers are. So I think Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves' aggressiveness is really going to work out for the Lakers and pay off, and I could see the Lakers just routing the thunder here in this spot uh, because – Believe it or not, the Lakers kind of like the Knicks, even though that that blew up my face yesterday. They they beat who they're supposed to. The Lakers do, um, as five point favorites are greater this season. They're eight and one straight up. They got a plus eleven margin of victory. They're seven and two against the number with a plus four point three sped differential. So the market likes L. A. to beat the. Um, Beat the thunder with- with margin here they are getting I think a slight majority of the money um excuse me, the money's split, but there's more bets on the thunder right now, so um I think most people are seeing the thunder and the Lakers and seeing that they have the same record they're both thirty six and thirty seven being like well, the thunder the thunder shouldn't be five and a half point dogs to the to the Lakers um where uh, I see the matchup edge that the Lakers have here, and I like how Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis are trending. Anthony Davis really had a a crappy performance in the first half of the Lakers win against the Suns the other night, which we were on. Um, But he stepped on the Suns' throats in the second half, both offensively and defensively. And, again, I think the Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis – Lakers want to show that they can hold it down and they're uh, a legit supporting cast for LeBron as uh, seriously as you take LeBron at this age. Personally, I don't, but I think the Lakers are going to put together a couple wins here and get themselves in the playoff position. So I'm going to lay the 5.5 with the Lakers. I'm going to take 2.5 with the Portland Trailblazers, and I'm going to lay 3.5 with the Kings uh, versus the Phoenix Suns taking all West Coast home teams wish me luck I need it I need to, to end this season on a winning note just to ruin uh uh minimize the 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 bath I'm taking in the NBA this season hopefully you're in my corner Please be sure to check out um, my other podcast, Breaking Down the Sweet 16. Um, Follow my stuff on outkick.com backslash betting. Follow me at Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Clark. And if you can give me a nice review on this podcast, that would be pretty awesome as well. Thanks. Peace.